Welcome to another edition of the Business and Life Channel by Peter Daniels. Here, every week, we explore business and life through interviews, stories, and shared information. You'll meet some amazing people and gain valuable understanding of not only what people have achieved in business and life, but their thinking behind their achievements, their motivations, their struggles, and victories. You'll pick up on the lessons they've learnt, the things they did on their business and life journey that worked, why they did it, and maybe even some things they wouldn't do again. So let's join Peter for this week's episode. We trust that you enjoy it. Well, I want to introduce you to Jean Linehan. Jean is actually the grandmother of a client of mine, and I had the opportunity to chat with Jean in mid-2020, pretty much when uh, a lot of Australia was in lockdown and we were going through difficulties with COVID-19. The reason I thought I'd have a chat with Jean is because at that stage, she was 105 years of age. And in her life, she's seen many things that have affected people on a worldwide scale. And by chatting with Jean, she recounts some of the things that she's seen, the depression, Second World War, polio, a whole lot of things that many of us have never experienced. And I think the generations that are living now, a lot of them have never seen anything as big as COVID-19. And I wanted to get her perspective on life and maybe even her attitude around events that affect life and interrupt us and seem to come across our landscape. So I think you'll enjoy this. Um, Unfortunately, Jean passed away in 2021 at 106 years of age, but uh, I'm recording this now and sharing this with the permission of her family so that others can capture some of her attitude and some of her view on life. And I think it would be beneficial to all of us to hear this. Let's have a chat about um, your life. Uh, I say it respectfully. I have never spoken to anyone at 105 years of age, and I'm so privileged to talk to you today, and I thank you for your time. Oh, well. Well, I think we're rare, uh, and I think uh, it's, it's oh, just well, lovely. I'm that I hope I'll be interesting enough, though, Peter. I'm sure you will be, Jean. So where were you born? Um, were you born in Adelaide or somewhere else? In Clarence Park. Clarence Park. Well, gee, you haven't, you haven't travelled very far then, really, from Clarence Park to Bellevue Heights, have you? Um, no, no, that's true. Yeah. But, of course... Uh, after the war broke out, my husband and I had to move to Melbourne. Okay. So we lived for quite a long time in Victoria. Okay. So let's take you back. So born in 1915, and I I think one of the purposes in me uh, wanting to chat with you today is there's been a lot of things that have happened in your lifetime that you've seen, and... A lot of us have never seen anything um, on a worldwide scale that possibly you've seen because, you know, they talk now about the Spanish influenza and you you were only a little girl, a baby, when that broke out in yes, 1916. that's right, that's right. You, mm. you survived that and then I suppose yes. you grew up as a young lady and before you knew well, it, the... Uh, we went through. 
<clears throat> excuse me, we went through a bad depression. That was the worst. That was the worst thing. one. Yeah, that was the one I was going to come to. Was it 14 you would have been when the depression came? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about uh, that. Well, um, I, um, I was working as a, a firm called T.J. Richards. They were car manufacturers. Okay. They were on um, Anzac Highway. Right. Where, um, where they've just sold those premises, you know. The, oh, yeah. Um, uh, the Cornews? The Cornews, yes. Yes. That's right. Yep. Well, that was T.J. Richards. Okay. They used to build Chevrolets. Is that right? Overland and um, wow. quite a big factory. Yeah, what about? I was I was in the office and I used to manage uh, two switchboards. Oh my goodness! I, I used to attend to those. Uh, a big switchboard for the factory, okay. and another one for outside. Okay, and typing and shorthand. So that was a good job. Yeah, that would have been a good job. Yeah, but then the depression set in and nobody bought cars anymore. Yeah, right. So so it all closed down. Okay. And I was thrown out of work, of course. Yeah, right. So... Um, so what did you do? Well, trapped the streets trying to find another job. Right. And... I went after anything, really, mm, to, mm. Uh, and it was a bad time for us because my mother and father were passing. Mm. They were going through a nasty divorce oh, at no. the time. Yep. And my two sisters, who were younger than me, um, they were at school. Okay. So... Um, it was very tough days. It would have been. Very tough. So and, did the responsibility yeah. of looking after those sisters fall to you, Jane? Yes, yes, that's right. And um, Mother found it very hard mm. to manage, you know. And she, um, I do think my dad was a bit mean mm. not mm. to see that we girls were all right, but yeah, no, right. he, he, we had a beautiful home okay. in, in Mosley Street. Okay. Right on the end, our house was on the end of Mosley Street, the yes, very so. last one. Wow. As you, as you turn into Tarleton Road. Oh, yeah, I know it. Good. And, um, you, you know, it's, Turn around there past that lovely old two-storey house. Yeah, it's pretty down there, Carlton isn't it? Road. That used to belong to people called my bride. Okay. And so house. when when you look for work, how long did it take you to find some work, Jean? Well, I it was just a stroke of luck, really. Mother was in town mm -hmm. and she happened to meet a friend of hers that worked at Elder Smith. Okay. And she said to him, could you find a job for my daughter? Mm -hmm. 
in Elder Smith's, and he <laughs> said, yes, I can get a part-time job. Right. So I got a, a, a few weeks' work there, mm -hmm. and from there I, I got a job at um, Toc H. You, oh, yes. you young... I remember Toc H. Yes, I can remember Toc H. Yes, I can. Well... When the one that uh, Elder Smith finished up, yep. um, I got this job at Toc H. Yep. And um, it was, you, you know all about it, and a lot of young men worked there. They did. Helping their returned soldiers. That's right, yep. And, um, and, and from there, I, um, I got a job at, um, K's uh, underwear, okay. which um, they were um, un ladies' underwear and yeah. men's singlet. Yeah. And I got a job there. Oh, great. And then that was only a part time job. Right. But then I got a, a job at another underwear show in Perry Street. Okay. Um, Bonds Industries Limited, okay. and there I stayed until I got married. I was there for six years. I bet that so was valuable for you to actually have that employment. It was. It yep. was a lovely job. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I was very happy working there, and we used to have this great big building in Perry Street yeah. um, until they gave up carrying stock. Yes. So then I just, um, we took a little um, office in um, Lynn's Lane. I don't I, know whether you know Lynn's Lane. Just no, I don't. Street. No, I don't. No. No. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, it's good. Still, Still going there, I believe. Okay, and so then you got married. What year was that? Nineteen thirty-nine. The year the war broke out. And so yeah. here you are. You've come out of a situation where the family broke up, and then yeah. you then you had to look after your sisters, and then you got some jobs, and then you got married, and the war broke out. So what was that like? <laughs> It seems that way, doesn't it? So, in Australia, what, what was it like when the war broke out from your perspective in Australia? Well, it wasn't a happy time, of course, no. because my husband, we'd only been married 12 months, oh, wow. and um, my husband lost his job. Mm. He used to work for an architect. Okay. And the architect was um, called up in the war. He, yeah, right. He used to belong to the uh, temporary uh, men. And at any rate, um, so, so my husband's mother had just come back from Melbourne. Okay. And, and she, she, uh, she said to King, Go to Melbourne, things are booming over there. Okay. So she she put um, 
10 pounds, pounds then, yeah. on the table and said, here's your fare. Way you go. train. <laughs> <laughs> so off he went. Okay. And he was back in a week. Was he? And said he had three jobs. Wow. And he took them all, yeah. thinking, I'll see which one is the best. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, that's what he did. Okay. And we, uh, I was very upset to leave South Australia, sure. though, yeah. and all my family, you yeah. know, but yeah. then I loved my husband dearly, and my mm. place was with him. Well, I love and, that. Um, off we went, and we stayed in um, Victoria for about 19 years, I think. Is that right? So that, that would bring you, what, into the late 50s, early 60s? Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, and then through that period, um, there were a few other things happening in Australia's history. There was there was the polio epidemic, and a lot oh, of people yes, nowadays, true. they forget yeah. about that, and they forget about... How debilitating that was, and um, mm. yeah, um, can you remember all of that, Jude? Oh my word, I can. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that was a terrible time. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people got sick, and um, yes. there were still people who, for want of a better word, had remnants of that who were trying to get over it, and. Mm. What with that, and then some of the people had come back from the Second World War. There were there were people who were injured who were trying to get work, and that's uh, right. I, I I remember as a little boy, and I, I was only born in mid nineteen fifties, and you know you, you would see some people who obviously had come back from the war who'd had an injury, um, and uh, then you'd see others who uh, had callipers and. People don't That's know what right. calipers are anymore, and yeah, you know, they had issues in relation to polio and yeah. uh, and things like yeah. that. And and so you came back to Adelaide, and then what what did your husband do as far as work was concerned in Adelaide back in the early nineteen sixties, Jane? He worked for LG Abbott, the glass. Oh yeah, I remember them. Yep. Oh, do you? Yeah, I sure do. Abbott's, in Wakefield Street. Wakefield Street, yeah. Um, That's right. Uh, Where did you work? I worked um, in Hutt Street in the city and um, oh. did a little bit of, uh, when I was a teenager, a bit of construction work. And so I, I would go into Clarkson's and Abbott's and, you yeah, know, people like that. And so, Oh, really? Yeah, so I, I, I'm familiar with some of those names that you're mentioning. And so... Oh. So what did he do for Abbott's? Was he a salesperson? He was their um, designer, glasses. Okay. All um, lead-like windows and um, shop fronts. Yeah. And and quite a lot of um, the Pulteney Grammar windows. Oh, yeah. He uh, oversaw the installing of those. That's excellent. Gee, that's a couple of days ago. And, and and during this time, I dare say you've had children, and they were starting to grow up, and yeah, um, and then sort of the nineteen sixties, um, yeah, we had the start of the Vietnam War, and that's right. Somewhere in there, we had the Korean War as well, um, yeah. And uh, so, just bringing all this to a head, Jean, you've seen a lot of things that were. <laughs> 
unexpected. It's funny, Peter. Now you brought it up. Yeah. I hadn't kind of looked back and thought, yeah, I've been through quite a lot. Yes, you have. You've been through a lot. And, yeah. and I think there are some people... Uh, if we look back, who've never seen anything on a global scale that's been bad, and they no. um, they're struggling to actually deal with it. And uh, I think it's really lovely to hear your nice nature that you've been through oh, this and you've you. got to the other side. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I probably need to ask you, seeing all of those things, um. And, and all of us now looking at this COVID-19 pandemic, what, what can we learn from your life experience? You know, what can we take away from that uh, as far as an attitude or a view on life uh, about things that are difficult? Well, I think, Peter, if you... Um, oh, how can I put it? Well, I suppose take each day as it comes. Absolutely. I think that's the only way to get through it yep. and try and make the best of it. Absolutely. Um, I just wonder how long this latest epidemic will last. Well, we don't know, but uh, I, I think with, with respect, you've been through five years of Second World War, polio that lasted for ages and depression that yeah. sort of hung about for about seven or eight, really. Um so if this is a six to 12 month thing, we can probably get through it, I think, so. Um, yeah. yeah, oh, I hope so. Yeah. I, I hope it, it doesn't go on for too long. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the main thing. Yeah, and so yeah. Your, your life now, Jean, uh, 105, if, <laughs> if we were to look back on it and say, what would oh, Jean give us so some- no, what what would you give us some advice to people uh, to to live a, a a happy and a long life? What would what would you what would you say you well, did? I think the same as I told Lydia here. Yeah. Our, our little publicist said, just take each day as it comes. Yeah, take it as and, it comes. And um, make make the best of it, and yep. just wait. And see what happens, yeah. you know. Well, what else can you do? Exactly right. You, you yeah. know, um, we're stuck here, we oldies. Yeah. We're not allowed to have our darling relations come see us. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst aspect for me. Yes. Um, not be able to have people come and see me. Yeah. I, I find that very hard to yeah. cope with. Yeah, uh, it would be. It would be because, you know, they, well, they have so much money. Well, that was my life, Peter. It is your life. Um, mm. and, and I dare say very soon that's going to start changing. But uh, I've really enjoyed having a chat with you, Jean, and uh, I thank you so much for what you've been able to share with us because... Oh, that's fine. It's... Uh, that's I, lovely. I hope, I hope I've been, you know, a little bit of interest. Oh, I'm sure you have. And oh, thank you very much, Peter. And I think just that advice of one day at a time, and I, I think there are some people at the moment who, for want of a better word, are dragging some consequences from the yes. possible future into today and worrying about it. 
rather than getting to tonight, doing what they can, having a decent rest and having another look at it tomorrow. And that's, that's good advice. Yeah. Very good advice. Yeah, well... And it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And um, I'm, I'll tell June, as I spoke to her, Peter, like, okay. that she needs to listen to on the radio. Well, when, when all of this is over, June, if you're comfortable with it, I'll come down to Bellevue Heights and we'll have a good, have another chat and have a cup of tea. Would that be all right? Oh, lovely. I would love it. I would love it too. And bring Simone with you. I'll bring Simone and, uh, and, and we'll have a nice chat. How does that sound? Okay, that sounds great. Well, you, you really be positive good. and keep going and um, we'll be yeah. in touch again soon, all right? Okay. Well, thank you very much for being interested enough to... Be in touch. Uh, it's more than interest, uh, Jean. Oh, it's it's just lovely to have a chat, and uh, I appreciate oh, you doing good. that. Me too. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of the Business and Life Channel. For further information, extra learning, and assistance with your business or life's journey and aspirations, Peter can be contacted at leadaustralia.com.au. That's L-E-A-D Australia, one word, dot com dot A-U. He'd be very happy to help. The information in this podcast can be downloaded for your personal use, but it cannot be reproduced in any form without the written consent of Lead Australia.